You're listening to Hump Day News and Rumors on Mousecapades Radio. Get ready for something majestic. The following is an original production of the Mousecapades Radio Network. Happy Hump Day, Mousecapades listeners. This is Vicki, and I'm here with Stephanie and our colleagues Gina and Margie from the Your Story Travel Company. We hope that you're all staying safe and happy and healthy. This is episode 626, and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears, the Mousecapades podcast. Today, we'll be bringing you all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical. The Mousecapades podcast is a part of the Your Story Travel Company. If you're looking to book a trip, one of us would be glad to help. Just email us, Vicki, Gina, Margie, or myself, Stephanie, at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com, and we'll be happy to get with you to design a magical location. A small refundable deposit will hold your trip, so contact us today. So this past week, the Boo Bash tickets, as you guys all know, went on sale for people that already had reservations at Walt Disney World. The sad news was Disney was not prepared for this as Stephanie can attest to. And the phones were busy or they were tied up or no one answered. And so anyway, all things said, after a long, long time of people waiting and trying to get Boo Bash tickets, when they finally did get through, a lot of people found out that they were already sold out, which is kind of sad because the 15th, which would be yesterday when you hear this recording, is when it opened up to the entire public. So since that happened, they sold out. Disney released some more dates. They're on Sunday. They released September 5th, 12th, September 19th, October 10th, and October 17th, which works well for you, Gina, because you could go on my birthday when I leave on October 17th. (laughs) So Stephanie, I'll let you talk to this. We talked a little bit before we started recording, and that is, did you get your client's tickets? What happened there? I was furious. <laughs> um, I tried and tried and tried. I called, oh, close to 80 something times the first day, never could get through. And I, st- I mean, I had an alarm set. I start five minutes before my alarm goes off for 6 a.m. Um, and then I just keep doing it, keep doing it. Well, for that first hour, I probably called about I think it was like 36 times and then I gave oh up gosh. and then I called every like 15 minutes for a while and then I changed every 30 and it just it never it, it I could never get through um it was always busy or it would come up with a signal that said like this Verizon customer is experiencing issues or something like that um so I continued doing this the next day and the next day um I was on hold once for two and a half hours and then they disconnected me. It was just like one thing after another. So finally the client was able to call on the client line and get through after 45 minutes. And so I was like, book them, just book them, please. (laughs) I feel so bad that you have to book these yourself, um, but I am so worried for you that they're gonna keep selling out. And I, there is absolutely nothing I can do. I'm trying as hard as I can. So that was, Um, that was a lot of fun. And I say that with total sarcasm. (laughs) I just do not understand why they didn't open it online like they've done in years past with the Halloween party. It's so much easier to book that way. I just don't understand. Our owner, Nick, even said, 
that they like they set us up for failure. There was that looks us really bad on us agents when like I couldn't get your reservations. And it makes us look lazy, like we didn't try, even though right. we were trying and trying and trying. I was on vacation right. doing that. Like I was <laughs> I was sitting there on vacation, calling and calling and calling, waiting on hold the entire time. Like I I couldn't get them. And it was so, so frustrating. But I'm glad that they were able to get them and it works well with their their dates. But I was very upset with Disney's call queue because they don't even offer the call back. Like Almost everyone right. offers that. If you've got a long wait, yes. they yeah. tell you either how long your wait is going to be. Like Southwest will say your wait is over four hours. Okay. Universal well. has a callback. They're yes, like, or you can put in a number. Yeah. Even Disneyland has the callback. Disney World does not. I've been on hold once where on my phone, I was on the travel agent line. On my husband's phone, I was on the client line. It made me go bonkers because the hold music was not in sync. Oh. <laughs> so I couldn't, I couldn't turn down either one of the phones because I had to hear it, you know? But I was like, and I stood on hold for like three hours on both phones that time, which I mean, I'm equaling that to be six hours on hold because- <laughs> Well, yeah. Combining them. Been there. Look yeah. at that. I was on for seven hours just when they were first opening up to get my clients yeah. switched. I was on hold with you, Gina. Do you remember yeah. that? Because you yeah. had to. I had the same experience where I was texting Gina and I was like, oh my gosh, they just answered. And then they hung up. Well, here's what I'm sad about. And Brad and I were talking about it was I'm happy for them that they're making this money, but I'm sad because they're going to keep these prices that high yep. now. Yep. So, now that people well, paid it. And, and that's that's the reason why I'm not buying them for that Sunday now that it's open. I'm sorry, but $150 is not worth it to me. Well, that's what my clients were going to be there and they wanted to go and they were basing off of the prices when they were there two years ago. Yep. Oh, and exactly. they wanted Halloween and I had to tell them there's five of them and that meant over a thousand dollars with texts yeah. and they there's were no like way. there's so many other things we could do with a thousand dollars i said i am not sad at you at all i don't i you know of course i would have booked them for you could I, if i could but am i sad no because i feel bad yeah. yep. i've started telling people you know universal has a really good um halloween bash as well like maybe look into their horror nights theirs is a little scarier if you, that's what I said, if you have older kids. It's a different thing. It's not the Halloween party. It's an after hours event, which looking at the after hour events, it that price is what it normally is. It's normally that high for after hours, but we're all comparing it to the Halloween party where when I went in 2019 for five of us, it was less than $600. And you it know? was two hours longer. Right. Yeah, we got in at four o'clock. That's how ours was for the very Merry Christmas. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I have to pay $100 a piece because we're going on the last day that the, it was the 23rd or 22nd of December, I think, something like that. And so mm -hmm. we had to pay the highest price. And I'm like, we've never done this. We're just gonna bite the bullet and do it. And so we did, and we were glad we did. But again, it was two hours more. Right. I just, I myself couldn't justify paying that price for less Yeah, it hours. would be almost a thousand dollars for my family to go to the boo bash 
I'm like, I can't do well, that. Well, Tammy and I had talked about it. We, you know, since we're staying an extra day, we've talked about buying those tickets for that Sunday if they were available. And then when it came out, it wasn't available, but now it is. But then looking at the prices, I, that's when I'm like, I am not paying $150 per person for this. No, Crazy. I'm not doing it. I would say this. I mean, I bet you we're going to talk about this more the closer it gets to Boobash, but... If you're starting to book your days at the parks and you're thinking, okay, I'm gonna get kicked out early because of Boobash, so I'm gonna go on a non-party day to Magic Kingdom, the non-party days are overly busy at Magic Kingdom. Well, see, and that's what we did. We changed our days, didn't we, Vicki? Yeah. Because everybody is thinking the same thing and cast members say, to if you really want to you can go on a party day even though you're going to get kicked out early um to go on a party day and it's really for the most part it's lower crowds and you get way more in on a non on a party day than you do on a non-party day even though you get kicked out early so i forget what oh he was calling it a a party sandwich because there was a party day non-party day party day so that non-party day in the middle is way busier than the party days on the outside of it. Mm-hmm. Just something to think about, like as you're reserving your parks. Yeah, that makes sense because a lot of people do that. They're like, oh, I don't want to get kicked out early. So I'm going to switch to the middle sandwich piece right. <laughs> and everybody does it. In all honesty, though, um, it's not technically starting until seven they're letting them in at seven right yeah right so the park is open till six or is it open till seven i think it's open till seven well then i mean honestly that's a full day anyway so we might end up switching it back we might because saturday is going to be crazy right well and that's what i was trying to do i was trying to stay away from saturday because i knew saturday would be busy and that's why i suggested friday right we'll have to check into it but you just have to know that Magic Kingdom's always going to be busy. It's Correct. like, right. it's just going to be busy. You just have yep. to. <laughs> How about just saying Disney World is going to be busy? Yeah. <laughs> well, it, it's for now on, it's going to be busy. No, it, um, Low crowds at Disney is a thing of, of the, the past. <laughs> it is no longer low crowds. It is, I mean, I was there last week. It is, and it's not as packed as it probably would be on a normal year, but it is packed. Do you think it would be worth it for them to bring back some kind of fast pass? They need to bring back something. They, um, a lot of the rides, they were filling up to capacity. So it made the lines go a little bit faster, but they're still not, like, they're still not putting two parties in, in Smuggler's Run. And they're still not doing, you know, there's some things that they're not doing. So it makes it go a little bit slower. So they either need to bring back a fast pass or, or fill up the rides to capacity, like all of them. Don't you wonder how they pick which rides are going to be full to capacity? Mm -hmm. Like, really, I can sit right next to somebody on this ride, but not that one. Yeah. I can be in a Skyliner with two other families doesn't make any sense and then here I was in a different theme park this past weekend and it was so weird because no masks no social distancing it was like some of the uh, 
not cast members, but employees were wearing masks, some of them, but most people, even little kids, which were supposed to be required, but it's not mandatory, nobody was wearing them. I don't see anybody. Well, and they're not cleaning the rides anymore like they were doing at the very beginning. Rides? I'm talking about that plexiglass you took a picture of. Ew, oh, that was nasty. Gross. It's so gross. They have all this plexiglass to divide up the queue line. And people are like using their nasty, sweaty, oily hands and drawing all over them. And I'm like, we're at Disney. We are not at Six Flags, people. Come on. <laughs> like, this this is not acceptable. It was so gross. I was like, ah, but. Disney does such a good job keeping things clean. That surprised me that they allowed it to get that dirty. Well, I think it's like difficult to get in there with the queue. I mean, that's in the queue where all of the right. people are. And so they can't really, and, the two places that I saw it was Pirates and Mine Train. And Mine Train is really packed in there as far as the queue goes. So it would be very difficult to get a cast member in there to clean it. Yeah, they would have to wait until the end of the night. Yeah, Pirates, they totally can. Like, it's really spaced out. They could get somebody in there to clean it. And what was really sad about Pirates is we were there. That was our second ride of the day. So the park opened at eight. We were in line for Pirates at nine and it had already gotten disgusting. And I was like, ugh. So that's nasty. Yeah. We need to move along, girls. Okay, let's move on. <laughs> that was our first story. All right, guys. Now on to the second one. <laughs> If you didn't see it on our travel pages, the great news is three amazing Disney World restaurants are opening soon. This is what I have been asking for. I'm so glad Disney has heard my pleas. I've been begging for this. On June 20th, the Tusker House at Animal Kingdom will reopen. Sebastian's Bistro at Caribbean Beach Resort will reopen on June 24th. And here it is. <laughs> oh, hi. At the Polynesian Resort will be reopening the ninth. The original Ohana breakfast of pineapple, coconut, breakfast bread, stitch waffles, fresh fruit, and breakfast skillets will still be served. However, one noticeable change is the dinner menu. That is the delicious noodles. They aren't on the menu this time around. Since Disney first announced that Ohana was reopening, but without their amazing noodles, Disney received so many guest complaints. So Disney announced, okay, the noodles will return when Ohana reopens. Thank you for also hearing us there, Disney. Guests can also enjoy mixed green salad, honey, coriander, coriander, thank you, Vicky, honey, coriander, chicken wings, Ohana coconut papaya scones, mm. cheddar baked biscuits, and pork tenderloin dumplings for appetizers. The entrees are wood fire grilled teriyaki beef, so good, island shrimp casserole, roasted eight-way chicken, kielbasa sausage, egg fried rice, and broccolini. Dessert for this meal is the famous Ohana bread pudding. Oh my gosh. I need to go there for dinner. I tried to get the girls because I told Amy that Ohana was going to be open when we go in October. And I tried to get them to go for dinner and she wants to go, want to go for breakfast. They're like, no, no, we have to do breakfast at Ohana. How do you trust them to go to the park? We could still go at dinner. <laughs> uh, possibly. <laughs> We're going for both. I, Joey's already uh, said that because that's <laughs> the one he always picks. But um, 
No, I thought it was so funny. That's why I added that back in about the noodles. It wasn't two days later and I had told my whole family, they're not gonna have the noodles when they first open up. And Joey's like, they better have them by December. And sure enough, enough people complained, which is good because a lot of times it takes a lot of complaining and we still don't get it. Right. Okay, over on the West Coast, Disneyland has some restaurants that are reopening very soon too. On June 17th, the Tiki Juice Bar in Disneyland Park reopened, which means Dole fans will be thrilled. Docking Bay 7 Food and Cargo, Aliens Pizza Planet in Tomorrowland, and Rancho Del Zocalo will reopen on June 17th. Well, it looks like tomorrow we'll be eating a progressive meal of Dole Whip and Dorian fried chicken, tip yip, and mega pepperoni slice, and a trio of street tacos at Disneyland. I'm all for the Dole Whip. Did you see they have a margarita Dole Whip? I'm like, I, I gotta find this. Well, I what? have to find this. I did see that um, on a vlog the other day that they have coconut at the stand Aloha Isle. And so you can mix the coconut and the pineapple and it tastes like a pina colada, but I did not hear about the margarita one. And then there's also a watermelon one over at Disney Springs. That's the one that Margie tasted. The watermelon yeah. one is very refreshing. Oh, it looks so good. It's very refreshing. And the coconut one is amazing. It's so much, so much good. Like I got the Kakamora <laughs> coconut sundae or something like that. It was really good. It comes with a cake ball and a coconut dip with pineapple juice in it. Oh, it was Why so didn't good. you send us that picture? Mm, right? <laughs> she sent oh, yeah. us the nachos one. I need to make a TikTok of all of our amazing food <laughs> that we ate last week. Before I forget, I need to flip back to Ohana for just a second and tell you guys that I did hear on a vlog this weekend that Ohana is booked the 60 days out. I know oh, you're shocked wow. by I that. I figured it would be. So Doesn't we're going to have to like be like Stephanie up five minutes before and we're all going to be trying to get the Ohana reservation. Luckily, it can be done online. Yes. Did I read correctly that it's not a character dining? Not at this time. It's just, you're just going there for the food. Which I'm confused about. I am okay with it, but I'm confused about it because they could do it just like they do Chef Mickey's. Right. They have that parade path. Just tell them that the kid the they can't go where the characters are. I mean, right? Yeah, it's just gonna take Stitch a long time to come here. From <laughs> yeah, he has to travel from Hawaii. He yeah, he has to travel from Hawaii, and he's like, okay, <laughs> and he's got to be in that little animal box, you know, that they put him in on the airplanes because he's an animal. You know, <laughs> it's gonna take a while. It's gonna take a while. Like, he might not even know the news that Ohana's opening. So <laughs> he hasn't got the call yet. Uh, okay, Margie. <laughs> okay, the Disney stores have announced some changes within their stores. Their signs read guests ages two or older must wear a mask. However, you have to have been fully vaccinated. You can now shop at the Disney store without a mask. The Disney stores and Disney parks are still requiring masks, regardless if you have or have not been vaccinated at this time. Although Disney has been changing things quickly and without any notice, so it is very likely that this could all change soon. So even though that they announced no more masks at the parks, you still have to wear them in the stores. In the stores. 
So when they announced no more masks, it's like in the queue lines. Well, it said, um, I think it's in, I think we're going to talk about it more in detail. Okay. I'm pretty sure. If not, we'll come back to it. All I have to say is it kind of still frustrates me that two-year-olds have to wear a mask and then people, everybody else can walk around with no mask. Like if you, if you want to, because you feel unsafe that your child's unvaccinated, but I mean, kids don't get very bad cases. I mean, it's not as, as often that kids are suffering horrible. Like sometimes you don't even know, Lucy, we didn't even know she had it. She had no symptoms at all whatsoever. And it, I don't know. I think that <laughs> psychologically my kid would be like, are you kidding me? Why am I wearing a mask and you're mm -hmm. not? Well, and there's so many things that are going around. Like if, if, if you are asymptomatic, that it's unlikely that you're going to pass it because you have to have the symptoms, the coughing, the sneezing and stuff to pass it on. Well, even in places like the zoo, you have to be like, over nine years old like all summer long right. you could have went to the zoo and you didn't have to wear a mask if you were under nine and all of a sudden now the times are changing it's like never mind now it's the kids that we're gonna go ahead and say wear masks but everybody else doesn't have to it's just well that's what it uh, says at king's island it, but nobody was wearing a mask nobody silver dollar city they didn't even say anybody they were just like don't don't even worry about it do what do whatever you feel like you need to do <laughs> It was honestly, it was like walking in and it was like pre-COVID. I was like, what? This is weird. Exciting news for the, those traveling to Disney's Alani Resort. Soon their spa, Lanawai, <laughs> I don't know how you say that. <laughs> <laughs> Lanawai reopened yesterday, June the 15th. Disney has made adjustments to the experience at Lanawai Spa for health and safety reasons. The Hawaiian word pronounced Lanavai, I apologize, means freshwater heaven. Starting yesterday, guests can reserve space services, excuse me, spa services. <laughs> guests can reserve spa services, including new added options such as a foot massage, intense hydration facials, anti-aging LED masks, and more. A visit to Kulawai, an outdoor hydrotherapy garden, can be reserved with any spa service. This 5,000 square foot garden retreat includes private vitality pool, a reflexology path, six rain style showers, whirlpool jet and spas. Uh, Lani Vai full service salon will be available for manicures, pedicures, and hair services. Kids can also get ready for an epic adventure with salon services and makeovers exclusive to children ages three to 12. We know that Margie loves her spas. We heard about that yesterday. I love spas. I don't get to go to them very often, but. I can't tell you the last time I've been to one. Me either. I am in need of one though. So bring it on. Maybe this summer Same. I'll do one. All right. In the latest of an ongoing series of changes to address cultural sensitivity on Jungle Cruise, the masks have been removed from the canoes at the former Pygmy Welcoming Party scene. The scene has undergone several changes already with the spears and pygmy hut removed. The hut was replaced recently with the boats and baits and bites shack. Over at the ambush scene, the second and third sets of attacking natives have been removed. The first set of hunters was removed earlier this month. Recent changes have also seen the that Trader Sam figure replaced with Trader Sam's gift shop and new characters debuting at trapped safari scene. More changes. Physical existing markers continue to be removed from Walt Disney World queues. 
numerous attractions at Magic Kingdom have now removed the markers, both outdoors and in. Markers have been removed at Jungle Cruise, Mad Tea Party, It's a Small World, Peter Pan's Flight, Haunted Mansion, Splash Mountain, Pirates of the Caribbean, and the Magic Carpets of Aladdin. If you wish to be socially distanced, you will need to do that on your own because the markers are no longer there. For a while, I think some people will do this because they have been social distanced from people for so long. And I know I I automatically do it still. I automatically do it. The people behind me do not automatically do it. And even with the markers there, nobody was doing it. Like, nobody. Well, you know how to get rid of people behind you. (laughs) How? (laughs) I know. Oh. (laughs) Or you could just cough. Yeah, you could just cough. I don't know. This little kid ran into my arm and is... His sweaty, his sweaty head got all over my arm, and I'm like, that is disgusting. I think it's the one thing I am going to miss about COVID is the social distancing. Um, all these people all up in my grill, you know? I Well, even with the markers, because when we were there last week, all the markers were still there on all of these rides, and there were three or four parties within that six feet distance. And I was like, it was like that some in February too. It wasn't completely, but I did notice it on some rides. In honor of Sarah, I think you would have been like, uh, back up. You should have just back up because you know I'm she like, said. I warned Sarah. I'm like, social distancing is not a thing anymore. She's like, I know, I'm getting used to it. So that's <laughs> <sighs> but it I mean, we my sister-in-law and I, we like stayed back from the people in front of us, but for me, I think now it's a habit. Yep. It's a good habit. A very good. Why? Why crowd somebody? Come on, people. Why do we need to be right next to each other? That never has to come back. You never <laughs> have to stand that close to me in a grocery store, anywhere. It's so true. Okay. We love everybody. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'll talk to you. I just don't want you that close. Yeah. <laughs> Well, Mickey's Philharmagic, a cinematic concert for the eyes and ears, is currently open only on the weekends. The Disney California Adventure attraction will have showtimes only on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. The Disneyland Resort website shows Mickey's Philharmagic as currently closed for refurbishment. The site also advises guests to check back for updates. On the weekends, the refurbishment message should disappear. Does anyone else wonder why this is only open on the weekend? That is kind of weird. It's open all the time at Magic Kingdom, though, right? Yes. Okay, so this is just for Disney land. What kind of refurbishment can you do during the week that you can let them have back on the weekends? Or are they just not paying their cast members to run it during the week? That's my question. Oh, mm-hmm. That's a possibility. You just wonder if it's not that many people go to it. And on the weekends, there's more people on the parks. And so maybe they more people go to it on the weekends because there's more people in the parks on the weekends. I don't know. I just feel like, and um, after listening to Miranda, she said it's a really nice place outside of um, their Mickey Smell Her Magic. Not like ours. Not that ours isn't nice, but there's like a courtyard or whatever. And that's where uh-huh. they were having people stay until the show was ready to open. And then they would let everybody come out. They would stand on their little dots or whatever. And um, so then this came out right after she explained that to us. It was either last week or the week week before. And I was like, that's so weird. But we shall see. That is weird. 
So Disney Spring Hotels, or what we like to call the Disney Good Neighbor Hotels, are offering a special called Magic is Here, which is good because Disney doesn't have a lot of specials right now, so they're, it's good that their Good Neighbor Hotels do. If you book with these hotels by July 31st for stays from July 19th to September 30th, they're offering discounted rates. The hotels that are participating are Holiday Inn Orlando, Disney Springs, Wyndham Garden, Lake Buena Vista, Doubletree Suites by Hilton Orlando, B Resort and Spa, Hilton Orlando, Lake Buena Vista, and Hilton Orlando, Buena Vista Palace. You can email a, email one of us, Stephanie, Gina, Margie, or myself, Vicki, at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com, and we can give you a free quote on one of these amazing neighbor Disney neighbor hotels. Maybe they will extend that, expand that sale into our chamber and I can get a couple of rooms for our trip. <laughs> you should call them. Could you just expand it for me? Please. I don't think we're going to get any discounts for October. I think they're so, yeah. like we were just saying, it's so hard to find even hotels for October. It's almost booked salad. Uh, I think I might end up just going ahead and booking a good neighbor yeah. hotel and be done with it. Because they offer transportation from the airports, right? Yes. So, and that's what we're looking for is something that, and I want to stay in the Disney Springs area because our, our goal is on Sunday is just to spend the day at Disney Springs. Make sure to go to Gideon's first. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that is on my list. Get on the virtual queue because ours was four hours long. Oh, my word. And then ship some of those cookies back here. That's right. <laughs> I'll pay you. So good. <laughs> So face shields are no longer required for any of the Disney cast members. However, the indoor cast members can choose if they'd like to wear goggles inside. This was announced after Disney World announced that starting June 15th, it is optional for guests to wear masks in most parts. Face coverings will still be required for all guests on Disney transportation, including Disney buses, monorails, and the Skyliner. This will not be required uh, no, the, the masks are not going to be required on the boats and the ferries since those are open and outdoors. While Disney will not require proof of vaccination, they expect guests who are not fully vaccinated to continue wearing face coverings in all indoor locations as well as when entering and throughout all attractions and transportation. Guests must observe current policies on face coverings until June 15th. With the heat in Florida, this is such great news. So my question is, are they going to be like here? And even though you don't have to show proof, since you don't have to show proof, they're just not going to wear them. Oh, people are not going to wear it. Because that's what's happened here. That's what's happened here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's happened everywhere. So when Vicky and I were at Disney World in February, we saw many people going in the Fast Pass lines. And as we all know, Fast Passes are not a thing right now. It made us wonder just who exactly was using these lines to go on the front of the line. This week, a former cast member let us know exactly who is allowed to use the Fast Pass lines in Disney World. These guests are guests with disabilities, Rider Switch, VIP tour guests, Ride Recovery, Golden Oaks residents, and Club 33 members. So if you are at Disney World in the near future and you are wondering why they have a Fast Pass, these people fall under one of these six categories. I felt like such a superstar when I was in line and people were like, why are they using Fast Passes? Fast Passes weren't there. And I was like, well, let me tell you, these are the <laughs> reasons why you can use the Fast Pass lane. <laughs> Don't you love eavesdropping on people and being I like, I love it. 
sorry I wasn't snooping. What an awesome perk if you're going to pay that much for a house in right? the Golden oh, yeah. Oaks. Heck yeah. I was like, that's amazing. They come to your neighborhood and pick you up. Ride recovery, would that be like if the ride broke down while yes. you were on it? <laughs> My daughter. <laughs> My daughter got stuck on a ride at Kings Island on Saturday, and they got off and they gave him bottled water. My youngest says they could have at least given him fast passes. passes. <laughs> like, we don't have Disney. those here, honey. As I said, we're not at Disney. We're in Ohio. <laughs> Gosh, and I saw so many plaids last week. I was like, oh, they have their own plaid. They have their own plaid. And like, my sister-in-law was like, what are you talking about? They have their own plaid, which means they're on a VIP tour, which means they spent a lot of money. Yeah. <laughs> well, Gina might not have been on that show when Sarah was telling us all about that her kids are obsessed when they see plaids. <gasps> they have a plaid. And so um, that's why Gina, that's why Margie probably was really doing Looking her, for it. Yeah, because Sarah told us that's what her kids want to do sometime. They want to have a plaid. And this one girl who funny. had a plaid and they were going on Toy Story Mania afterwards. I was in line for the restroom and that lady like skipped the line in the restroom and like went to the stall and I was like thinking, okay, you have a plaid to go on rides. You do <laughs> not, not have a plaid her. to skip the lines in the restroom. <laughs> but she was like, do, 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 do. I get to do whatever I want. And I'm like, no, you don't. Like you still have to wait in some lines. <laughs> I do you want to price one of those out to see how much it would be for like eight of us to so do fun. It, to do one and just see if it would be worth like the money if we did it one day oh my gosh I, bet it would I would be. skip all the lines including the bathroom I'm just <laughs> kidding I want it I she would wear it depends <laughs> I wouldn't do the bathroom I would not like no okay Loki the star of the new hit Disney plus Marvel series is now meeting and greeting guests in Avengers Campus at Disney California Adventure in his outfit from the first episode loki traded his green and gold garb for a time variance authority tva prisoners uniform loki is guarded by two tva minutemen outside avengers headquarters and loki shows off his best menacing pose the guests don't seem very intimidated though of course the god of mischief can't resist a chance to stir up trouble the minutemen catch on and put a stop to his escape attempt are they so are they doing like social distancing yeah that's what it looked like the, um he had like a barrier in front of him kind of oh, like okay. what the princess is for El Anna and elsa oh, just, uh -huh. it's not a big space but it's enough but let me just tell you he he's scary looking i mean i know he was in the movies but the person they have playing him in california that i saw has got a scary face what are you talking about the person that they have playing him that is loki <laughs> okay <laughs> that that is the real Loki. Okay. okay. Loki in the movie. Okay. Well, he is, is scary. That they have playing him in the movie. Okay. Well, he's scary looking. <laughs> he does have a scary face. I don't want to mess with him. Now on to our favorite part. Margie, you want to sing today? Because I sang yeah. yesterday. Food, glorious food. So guys, this is kind of sad to me. The Tangerine Cafe has been closed as part of the takeover for the Morocco Pavilion but it's being reopened this summer, but it's being used for a booth for the International Food and Wine Festival, which starts on July 15th. One of the new Global Marketplace food booths is set to open Tangerine Cafe as Tangerine Cafe Flavors of the Medina. 
It will sell traditional Moroccan dishes such as grilled kebabs and falafel pita. This marks the first time that a food and wine venue has used this restaurant. And traditionally, the food booths are temporary stands or located in the World Show Place. Excuse me. The restaurant's future beyond food and wine is unknown at this time. But I liked that little restaurant. And it, Me and, too. And I know from other people that it had, um, we just got a beverage in there. We didn't get. That's what I was going to say. I always went in there and got tea. They have a really good mint tea. I don't know if that's what we got or not, but we just did. We were waiting for the kids to get off a ride. And um, yeah, I'm kind of sad that it, because its pricing was pretty good. And you don't see that a lot in a lot of places. So I was kind of sad when I read that. As we mentioned last week, Epcot's Food and Wine Festival begins on July 15th. This year, the festival will have 32 booths plus food from other places throughout Epcot. Food booths will open up until the fall of 2021. There will be about nine booths opening on the 50th anniversary of Disney World, which is, of course, October 1st. New food booths for 2021 include Brewing at Epcot Experience, Kenya, Lobster Landing, Mac and Eats, The Noodle Exchange, Rotunda, uh, Bistro in the American Adventure, the Swanky Saucy Swine. That's a fun one to say. <laughs> and then we've got Tangerine Cafe, flavor and flavors of the Medina. Booths opening on October 1st include the Alps, Belgium, Brazil, India, Ireland, Kenya, Lobster Landing, Mackinac, and Spain. We're going straight to Lobster Landing. Oh my gosh, yeah, Lobster Landing and Mac and Eats. Sound amazing. Sounds good. Sounds yummy. And Spain. I mean, I was born in Spain, so I should probably <laughs> go visit that booth. <laughs> <laughs> it's a must. So in honor of Father's Day, the Animal Kingdom has a special cupcake. It features Bambi with his father, the great prince of the forest. The Father's Day cupcake is topped with an edible image of Bambi and his father. Candy stars barter the green buttercream frosting that resembles grass. The edible image is very detailed, but it will melt quickly in the hot Florida sun. The inside is filled with chocolate chip cookie dough buttercream. The vanilla cupcake is simple, but it is a perfect choice for this dessert. If you're going to be at Disney World this week, be sure to get one for your dad. Yum! Chocolate chip cookie dough buttercream frosting, people. That sounds amazing. I need that. I need it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Amaret's Patisserie, which I went to for the very first time at this last trip. And it's Yay. just absolutely gorgeous in that little patisserie. And it has a Loki Moose Dome Cake. Of course, once I leave, they get a different dome cake. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> but it's okay. So if you're there, go get it. It's in honor of the new Disney Plus show. Lemon chiffon cake, dulce mousse, green apple gelée, and salted caramel crisp pearls. Mm, that sounds the good. The dome cake looks stunning in Loki's signature green and gold. And for such an ostentatious villain, the flavors are very mild. The crisp pearls provide a nice texture, but the caramel flavor is very subtle. The green apple gelée, am I saying that right? Gelée, gelée, gelée. Jelly. <laughs> I thought it was jelly, but... I'm like, am I saying that right? Let me say it five different it's times. It's totally fine. <laughs> it is undetectable. Loki's horned helm is made of marshmallow fondant. The lemon cake is blue, and the cake itself is very moist. 
So I bet if you didn't know it was lemon cake and you bit into it like a blue cake, you would like, oh, yeah. be like, this isn't what I thought it was going right. to be. Right. Like <laughs> that would be very really interesting. That word jelly confuses me. Like, I feel like you're trying to say jelly fancy. Yeah. Right. Just say jelly. Like, <laughs> I need to see a picture of this dome cake. I got the Mickey dome cake when I was there. I loved it. Yeah, the dome cake, that Loki one is really interesting looking. It is really interesting. Huh, cool. On to shopping merch news. So I'm very excited about this. I probably won't buy it, but I'm very excited about it. Disney has a new leopard print spirit jersey. The Island Mercantile at Animal Kingdom has the newest collection, and that is the black spirit jersey with leopard print on its sleeves. Mickey Mouse is on the chest wearing leopard, and then Mickey is wearing leopard print shorts on the back of the spirit jersey, which features the logo Walt Disney World, of course, in leopard. The leopard print sleeves add a pop of color to the mostly black spirit jersey, and the spirit jersey uses lightweight material, and it can be found by a leopard banded straw hat and a white tee that's V-neck with leopard print around the V-neck part. And it has a mini leopard print bow on the center of the shirt. I really liked all of the items that were there. I just don't know if I need to invest in that, but- That sounds all so cute. The spirit jersey is super print. cute. I know it's really back in again and super cute. Speaking of cute, we've got some new Mickey Mouse Beach mer merchandise that's arrived at Walt Disney World. Guests spotted these items at Star Traders at the Mickey at the Mickey Kingdom. Magic Kingdom. <laughs> Mickey's Kingdom. It was at Mickey's Kingdom. <laughs> at Mickey's Kingdom, aka Magic Kingdom. That's right. <laughs> there is a navy blue Mickey tank on the tank. Mickey is in front of the ocean and his birthday year of 1928 is underneath him. There's a blue t-shirt and the design on the background looks like the ocean. Mickey is on the shirt holding a guitar with the words, enjoy the good times on it. The bigger version is on the back with Minnie dancing the hula in the background, a light yellow long sleeve tee with Mickey smiling on the front. And on the back, Mickey is playing his guitar leaned up against the surfboard with the ocean in the background and palm trees nearby. Underneath the picture, it says, life is swell. That's awesome. So apparently, and I know you guys, we talked about it last week, that the whole thing with the lightweight sweatshirts is back. It was, it was kind of a 90s thing, if I remember right. Um, you wore a lightweight sweatshirt with your shorts. So a lot mm -hmm. of these outfits are coming out that are matching, or you can mismatch too, but I was wondering that because the whole lightweight sweatshirt, I was like, why? Why would you have a beach sweatshirt? In Florida. Tank tops. Tank tops is what you need. Yes. Right? It is a fashion thing. And, and cool I remember point. doing it and we thought we were so cool. And I gotta say, <laughs> doing it, and I'm like, why am I doing this? I'm so freaking hot. Well, at the day, if you're at the day in a pool and then it t cools off a little bit, that would be nice for that reason. I don't know. I saw somebody in Sam's Club today wearing a sweatshirt. I'm like, what are you doing? It's hot. We just ate at Outback Steakhouse tonight for dinner, and I needed one in there. It was so cold. There are some really cold restaurants. Oh, yeah. With Corolla release on May 28th, Disney has released a Corolla magic band. Emma Stone's Corolla is pictured on the box with spots behind her and the words, hello, cruel world, above her. 
It is, of course, a limited edition band with only 1,500 Cruella bands made. It is a creamy white band with Cruella and Modern written on one side of the band. On the other side, a picture of Cruella herself is in an ionic outfit and a splattering of red paint. That sounds cool. Have y'all seen Cruella? I have. I just watched it over the weekend. I have not seen it yet. I'm excited to see it someday. Well, are you going to let your kids watch it? We talked about that last week. I don't know. Yeah, it's not. It's pretty really dark. I would watch it. Yeah, because you don't even have a 12 year old. We were saying that's what Sarah said that they recommended that you were 12 years or older. Oh, okay, I'm even wondering if the kids. I I haven't looked into Loki. We haven't watched Loki yet either. And I'm like, okay, are the kids allowed to watch Loki because? We all saw what happened with Winter Soldier. And, I can and ask Falcon. Joey because he said he wished that I would have. He said I could have told her that, so I'll ask him because I think he did watch it, and okay. he'll know because he was like, "She let her watch. <laughs> she let them watch this. What? I am a good mother. I promise. No, you are. <laughs> how would you know? I mean, if we were able to watch it up until that point, how would you know that? Well, especially with Wandavision right before it. Like Wandavision but, was so fun for the whole family, and then. Yeah, right. it was, yeah. So, anyways, we'll watch Loki soon enough. Um, there is a new Dooney and Burke collection called It's a Small World. This collection arrived at Uptown Jewelers on Main Street, USA this past Monday. This collection has many of the small world icons all over it, and the collection includes three different styles, a satchel, a tote, and a wallet wristlets, wristlet. It has a light blue background with words and characters from the ride all over it. And if you want to see what this collection looks like, you can just Google Dooney and Burke. It's a small world collection to see if this is the design for you. And maybe one of these days, I will be able to buy a Dooney and Burke. Or a lounge fly. Right? (laughs) Like one. You should ask for a lounge fly. When is your birthday? Uh, Next week. Oh, your birthday's coming! Whoa. Yeah, June twenty third. It's my birthday. There you go. That's no, what you I went get. to Disney. I went to Disney for my birthday. I know, that but was... you said you you found your lounge fly. I thought you were getting that one. You know, I've I've said that for like five of them. So <laughs> I, really I really like that one, though. I looked at it to buy. That's what I, I thought. I really was do funny. think I'm gonna get that bell, the bell it's one. It's so cute. Get it, get it, get it. Yes. Well, thank you, Gina and Margie, for joining us this week and helping us bring the rumors and news. If you are interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or comment, all you have to do is email us at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. Or if you'd like to book a trip or you just want a free quote, you can email one of us, Stephanie, Margie, Gina, or me, Vicki, at mousecapadespodcast at gmail.com. And just a reminder that a $200 deposit will hold your reservation. Be sure to listen to Friday's show. Betsy, Margie, and Vicki are going to be doing the next installment of Disney World Resort Reviews. This week, they're going to be discussing the Coronado Springs Resort, and you don't want to miss it. You can check us out on our social media accounts, yourstorytravel.com, our Facebook page, The Mousecapades Podcast, and our TikTok page for Your Story Travel is at Your Story Travel. As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast. Well, girls, I think it is about that time. Disney love. Adventures out there. See you real soon. Have a magical day, my friends. And all our wishes.
You see, it's just like I told you. Wishes can come true if you believe in them with all your heart. And the best part is you'll never run out of wishes. They're shining deep down inside of you. Because that, my friends, is where the magic lives. Thanks. 